All right, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. Ben, college basketball. We're back in person. It's a well, we where's Waldo every time. It really is, except we're back to a place we've been. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big time. Yeah, but before we get into today's episode, we are brought to you by, you see it right here if you're watching on Spotify or YouTube, SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app, go to SeatGeek.com to buy your tickets to your next sports, concert, show, whatever you're going to. Use code CARTERCAST, K-A-R-T-E-R-K-A-S-T, for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com today. $50 minimum purchase required, $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Use code CARTERCAST. All right, college basketball. What do you want to talk about? I say, you know, last episode or last week we talked about the teams that we think could or could not win a national championship. Those are mostly ones or two seeds, right? Yep. So I wanted to talk about, like, that next group. Usually there's, like, a, a degree of, like, like three to six seed-ish, like that sort of range of teams that could either make a run or, like, UConn last year could win it all. So, like, do we see – or, like, what's the landscape? What's sort of, like – like, how do we see that playing out? Do we think there are three to six seeds? Like, how do they compare to previous years? Are there any that are dangerous? Are there any that could win the title? I think there's at least, you got to say, there's some that could make a Final Four. It doesn't feel as wide open, though, this no, year to me. everyone talks about that. They're like, oh, this is the most parody we've ever seen in college basketball. I feel the exact opposite about this year. Yeah, I feel like I'd be kind of surprised if one of, like, four teams doesn't win it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Who so are the, like, the four teams I'm assuming are Houston, UConn, Purdue, Arizona, the yeah. four one seeds. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I'm with not that. saying I'm not saying those are the only ones that can win it. Like obviously UConn wasn't really on my radar last year. Yep. But like it just right now I'm having a hard time seeing it. Yeah, let's talk about that. So non one two seeds that we think can yeah. make at least make the final four. Yeah. Uh we gotta we're recording right now, it's like what eight thirty Eastern time? Yep. Wednesday night, we got Duke playing Miami. They're killing Miami. Let's talk about Duke. Can Duke make the Final Four? Yeah, they can. This Duke team's playing well. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'd like bet on them too, or if I like think. Oh, we were talking about four. I'll say five and throw Tennessee in there. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I think, I think Duke definitely can. Out of the non one or two seeds, like I'm putting UNC and Kansas in that top category. Yeah, they're, they're like, two seeds. Yeah, out they're of the, out of like the non one or two seeds, like I think Duke probably has the best shot. Yeah, I think they can steal that two seed from Carolina. They certainly can, especially if they beat Virginia at home, beat UNC at home, and maybe win the ACC tournament. Except it appears that the bra- like it appears that the committee doesn't really care about conference tournaments anymore. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, we can just get into that now. The yeah. bracket reveal show. They were like, yeah. So by the way, like. Once that Wednesday conference tournament week hits, we don't care. We have our bracket, essentially. Like, they have their consolation stuff of automatic qualifiers and whatnot. But why do conference tournament games not matter? It makes no sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. It makes no sense. Yeah. Like, they used to very much matter. Like, it, it hasn't always been this way, right? No, it just feels like the last, like, since COVID. Yeah. I, I genuinely don't get why conference tournament games don't matter because I feel like those should matter. Like, we talk about this in college football. It's you want your you want the the best teams playing their best, best you know, football or basketball in the playoffs. We saw that this year. They were like, Bama's playing the best right now. They should get in over Florida State and obviously Georgia. And we do this opposite, opposite thing in college basketball where we take the teams that were playing well in November and December – 
like Clemson. And then we're like, yeah, this team deserves a better seed rather than a team like Wake Forest who's playing better right now in later February and March. Yeah. Yeah, no, like I certainly wouldn't argue that Clemson's not a tournament team. They obviously are, but they're no. like an eight seed. They the People are putting them above Duke in some spots. It's crazy. But like, you know what I think the reason is that they don't really wait the conference tournament? Cause they Lazy? Just, they just don't feel like redoing the, <laughs> the, the, the bracket that Saturday or Sunday. I think they just don't feel like doing it. Yeah, right. No. That's like the only real explanation. Yeah, they literally say Sunday games do not matter. That's like a well-known thing. Sunday games don't matter. It's yeah, like, yeah. We, I, I think they're just like, yeah, we don't feel like changing it. Like I get it, but like at the same time, it's like at no. least have like, at least well, for like the Sunday specific, it's like you already know you can just have, have your like just have just be like just be like if they win this, yeah. If they lose this, yeah. Like at least do that. Yeah, and I'm sure they probably do. And they but. were saying on the bracket reveal show, they were like, yeah, like. You know, conference championships don't matter as much, blah, blah, blah. They also said it's going to be hard for these, like, number one seeds to fall out of being a one seed. It was like, well, if they go on a losing skid here, they should be, they should fall down. Like, that's how this should work. Yeah, if, like, UConn loses a few and Marquette just runs the table, including another win over UConn, like a Big East tournament championship, like... They should be a one over UConn. I'm not saying I think that's going to happen. It probably won't. UConn will probably be the better team down the stretch. But, like, but like, let's not just, like, decide what's going to happen before it happens. In mid-February. Yeah. Yeah, that made that, that pissed me off. And then the other thing, the bracket reveal show is so stupid because why don't we just reveal the bracket right now? How yeah. fun would that be? Like, hey, yeah. this is the bracket as of now. Yeah. Or even, hey, let's do the top 16 and the eight bubble teams, you know, eight to ten bubble teams. I think that makes more sense. Because yeah. I think if you do the 16 seeds and the eight to ten bubble teams, we do it in college football, then we could abolish the AP poll, which the AP poll is the dumbest thing on earth. No, no one cares about it. It's useless yeah. now. We still use it for some reason. Why don't we just have the committee come out with their rankings and their seeding, and that's just what it is, starting in mid-February, going into Selection Kind of like college football. Yes, just like college football. You have your Tuesday night reveals. You can do it every, I don't know, Sunday morning or Monday morning. Uh, have your, have the college basketball committee come together and say, hey, this are the rankings this week, and then have that keep going throughout conference tournament all the way up until Selection Sunday. Then teams actually know what they're capable of doing. Yeah, like week seven. It's like, okay. But all of a sudden yeah, we're like relying on Joe Lenardi and Jerry Palm's made-up brackets that they changed last second before conference dude, tournament time. Dude, like, like, we let Joe Lenardi – like, we, we, we let him get us mad, right? Yeah. I, dude, told, he, I told you before we started, a, I said, I'm not letting him get me mad. Yes. <laughs> but but I will say about Joe Lenardi, he's a rocket scientist in comparison Genius. to Jerry Palm. Oh, my gosh. I, I also think it's just ESPN's layout, too, maybe. Like, I don't know yeah. what it is. Have you but, seen CBS? Well, also like, like Jerry Palm, like he's one of those like, like the like all of the ideas are all the things that annoy us about bracketology, and like all the ideas we're complaining about right now, like oh this this conference is valued too much, this team's valued too much. It's like the extreme with him. Yep. It's like Clemson four, Colorado State. <laughs> yep. I checked. He has Clemson as four, I think. He had Colorado State and Utah State as fives. Where it's it, absurd. Yeah, I, I. Well, it's because the Mountain West has a deal with CBS. 
It's yeah, it's got to be that. They're getting paid by CBS. I mean, CBS is they have a deal with the Mountain West. This is it has to be why this is going on because every single person at CBS, every college basketball media personality is doing this. I already said this conspiracy theory, but I'll say it again if you already missed it that the Mountain West is just paying college basketball media personalities to put out positive propaganda. Yeah. Meanwhile, I could, I could buy. I don't it. understand why Jim Phillips isn't doing the same thing. I respect it. I respect them doing it. Yeah. Why isn't Jim Phillips doing the same Our thing? Our coaches are trying. Yeah. Je- Jeff Capel. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Capel. We talked about it last time. He's Jeff fighting Capel. the good. Dude, did you see Steve Forbes come out and just slander Lenardi? No, I didn't see that. He was like, yeah, Lenardi says that like the ACC like needs to recruit better if yeah. they need to have more success. He's like, where's Joe? I don't see Joe Lenardi at these recruiting events. Where's Joe <laughs> Lenardi's recruiting rankings? And then he was like, the ACC, outside of the SEC – has the second most drafted players in the NBA in the past ten years. We're talking about like the talent. Yeah, I love that's that. A I great love. Evaluator. I love that they say that, and then it's just like, yeah. By the way, the Mountain West is recruiting at such a high level, <laughs> and they yeah. put more Mountain West. Yeah, it's all a joke. They're gonna change it the last day. Like yeah. Wake is gonna get in. Wake Wake is gonna get in. But they I don't are. Think Pitt gets in. I, oh, I don't think so either. I don't know if you saw this, but it's like Wake, I think, is 21st in the net. And it's like it would legit be unprecedented. 100% of teams, they're top 30 in Kempom too. Yeah. 100% of teams that are top 30 in Kempom make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. No, I think it's one of those things where Lenardi just has it wrong and the committee is going to be on a different wavelength. Yep. That That's, that's where I think this is going. And – we were talking about I, this is going to change the subject a little bit, but we we're talking about the AP poll, right? Yep. The AP poll—it's not an upset if you're lower ranked in the AP poll and beat a team. No, I want to. I, I want to like that. That's something that has been bothering me the past 24 hours. Once I saw 25 B number 25 BYU at home beats number 11 Baylor. Great win, right? Yep. It's not an upset. BYU was a four-and-a-half-point favorite. They the were Ve- favored. The Vegas odds determine if it's an upset. Yes. Because the thing is, Vegas odds are more readily available now. Yeah. And they're more informed than the AP voters. Yes, 100%. So, it doesn't need to be 25. I'm glad BYU didn't storm the yeah. court. Yeah. So I'm I'm sorry that I, I went after our, our buddy Jackson Payne on that one. Because <laughs> he called an upset, and I disagree, Jackson. I'm sorry. It's not an upset. I, I I hope you don't uninvite me to watch Shane Gillis with you. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a, there were a four we can still half, be friends. You're a four-and-a-half-point favorite. It's not an upset. Um, <laughs> yeah, the bracket reveal show, I, it did get me tickled, though. I turned it on. I was like, mm, okay, okay. It's, it's dude, there. Dude, it, it doesn't – that doesn't do it for me. Really? I, ne- I never watch it. Oh, I, wa- I, I was I was watching Slight Flex, watching on the treadmill at the gym. Wow. Yeah. Getting in shape for March Madness. Uh, Definitely didn't eat p- seven slices of pizza last I was going to say, you got to mention that on the pod. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I watched it. It, it hit me. Th- I, I saw it. I was like, okay, all right. Like, I'm, I'm getting there. But we were talking about it beforehand. This is a weirdly a dead period. If you're if For college basketball casuals, this is great right now. You're like, oh, yeah, this is fun. But for people that have been around all year long. Like, we're tired. <laughs> yeah, you're like I've been working overtime. I've been working sixty hour weeks. Like I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't care about Dayton George Mason anymore. It's like it's like this might not resonate with you, but it might resonate with other people. It's like I like baseball. I follow along with my team. Once football starts, the last month of regular season baseball, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, like 
And I mean, I'm, I'm not it doesn't saying resonate I, with I me, care, but I'll, I, I'll agree. Yeah, yeah, but like I care about I care about Virginia basketball. Like I'm caring about the basketball that's going on. But it's like I feel like in early February, it's like you get that itch. You're like, ooh, we're right there. Yep. And then you get kind of tired, and you're mm-hmm. like, uh. Yep. And then once we get into like once it's it's the Duke Carolina game. It's, yeah, like it's March 9th. Once we get into literally the month of March, it will come back. Yeah. But. Yeah, and I see that stupid John Rothstein tweet where he tweets out January, February, Izzo. Yeah. It's, okay. Like, win a title. I guess the title's in April, so I guess it is Izzo. Because <laughs> he can't win in April. Yeah, no, he's not, like, I. he is Mr. March, but he's not Mr. April. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, circling back to what we were talking about before, Duke. Can Duke make the Final Four? Obviously, I think Duke can make the Final Four, talking about that, but... I think I'm fully back in on John Shire. Shocker, I know. <laughs> it, took, it took so much convincing. Is this, this going to be something that's an annual thing that we're out on John Shire in January and then like late February we're like, oh, they're playing good ball? I think he's doing the Izzo to where I think it's genius too. I think he's doing the Izzo to where you play, you know, 70, 80% your best ball going into, you know, December, January, early February. And then late February, March, you play your best basketball. You're like, okay, guys, 100%. Yeah. We're looking at the TV right now. They're up 24 on Miami on yeah. the road. That never happens. At yeah, yeah, yeah. They always lose this game, no yeah. matter how bad or how good this Miami team is. Yeah. They always lose that game. And we get to watch future Virginia power forward TJ Power. Oh, yeah. So it's go. great, you know? Yeah, there you go. Ryan Young, bang. Right there. Ryan Young, bang. <laughs> On the layup. Yeah. But I, th- I think Shire's doing that. Because yeah. we've seen – I mean, we have only have a two-year sample size, but – and an early sample size this year. But, I mean, you watch the game tonight, it's like, where's this team been? They're passing yeah. the ball for once? They're not playing NBA iso ball every possession? Mm-hmm. Or it's that pro style, give it to a wing, where Duke doesn't have a wing? Yeah. And they're actually moving the ball well, so. Well, I think they finally figured out who their best player is. Yes, they did. Like, recently in the yes, past week. Yes, they did. You guys saw that TikTok. We, we knew it before. You saw that TikTok. But, anyway, um... Should we just start naming other teams? We've yeah, already, we, we, we've, we've done I think Duke. We, we've done Duke a thousand times. We've also done Kentucky a thousand times. Yes. So I will. They're in this category, but like oh, we can leave them out. That Auburn game was good, though. It was. So let's talk about Auburn. <laughs> no. As long as KD Johnson's on that team now. I the my problem with Auburn is I think I'm going to feel this way about a lot of they're teams stupid. in March. We'll talk about another team in a little bit that I feel the same way about is. I think teams that have too good of a home court advantage are not going to be able to win in March because that's a weird environment. Like I feel like March Madness, you're playing a noon game. It feels like every gym's cold. Like when you watch on TV that Thursday noon game, the gym like feels cold, and you're like, oh, like this is weird. Like you know that you play like a 8 a.m. church ball or YMCA basketball game, you're like, oh, the gym's freezing. Like I'm tired. Yeah, that's what every noon yeah. Thursday tip off feels like. You're like, I haven't stretched. Yeah, like and, it feels like that. And yeah. that's so different to what their home court is in Auburn. It's the best home court in college basketball right now, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. And I know they lost to Kentucky at home. Whatever. I don't really care about that. That home court is insane. That team is not that good on the road. Yeah, uh, especially like Broom is a guy that can't really create for himself. Mm-hmm. Katie Johnson can, but like I'm just never. They're they're a lose in the first round or make the elite eight. Yeah, like like Katie Johnson's the type of guy like, and he did it against Kentucky where he can just completely tank games for you. Yep. He just has no sense of like like he's got that like Caleb Love like like. Like mom mentality, <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like I'm, I'm shooting, and it's just like no, like this isn't working. 
So, like, could they make the second weekend? Yeah. Do I see a scenario in which they make the Final Four? No. I don't think I'm they not can high string on together. the Auburn team. I don't think they can string together four wins in a row. No. I worry about them. I, I know Kentucky's not necessarily a disciplined team, but I think if they go up against a disciplined team, that's going to be their struggle. Like, imagine them playing Houston in a Sweet 16 game. I like Houston in that one all day long. Yeah. They might crush them. Exactly. I, I can yeah. see Houston just putting Auburn to 55, winning like 80 to 55, and you're like, you're so excited for the game because Auburn has like played out of their minds the first couple games getting to that point. And you're like, ooh, maybe Auburn can upset Houston. The line's only Houston minus two. This game's in Dallas, kind of weird. And then all of a sudden Houston just shows why they're the better team. Yep. I could totally see that. Iowa State, can they make the Final Four? No. Iowa State fans are pissed in our TikTok. They yeah. were the ones attacking the Big 12 TikTok. Yeah. I don't believe no. it. No. I like Lips they're a, a good. They're, like, they're, they're a good team. Uh, they're another team that can make the second weekend. But, like, could they lose to a, a, a good six seed? Yeah. Yeah. They, they could. I, I struggle with them because they have not shown they can win on the road once this year. They have not beaten one decent team on the road. They couldn't beat BYU. They couldn't beat Kansas. They couldn't beat Houston on the road. Their best road win is at TCU. Fine. That's an okay win on the road. But your other wins on the road are what? Cincinnati and Texas? Like, yeah. They could, I mean, meh. Like, those are your best wins? Yeah. You got to win a big-time road game for me to believe in you. Yeah. I agree, and I just really think that they're a team that I'm just not sure. You know they're going to bring defensive intensity. Yep. Like, they're a good defensive team. Are they going to bring enough offense to string together four wins in a row? I don't think so. Um, they're a team that I could see them losing in the round of 32. I think it's more likely that they lose in the round of 32 than they make the Elite Eight. Yeah. Um, they're not a team I'm excited. Depends on to, matchups. They're a team I'm kind of dreading. Like going, going into that pick in your yeah. bracket, I'm kind of dreading going like, into uh, that. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, Iowa State versus High Point. I don't want to pick High Point, but I could see High Point. Like, Yeah, like that could be a 14-3. Look, for the camera, for the TikTok people, Iowa State haters out there, I'm becoming an anti-Iowa State podcast all of a sudden. I'm not saying they're going to lose to High Point or they're going to lose in the first round. They're a good team. They're probably going to make the second weekend or round of 32. But I don't believe they're a Final Four team still. No, I don't think so either. Um, Baylor. No. They can't defend. No, and they – I think the grossest stat I've seen this year in college basketball was last night when they played BYU. They only had one player record an assist. Yeah. No one else passed the ball on that team. Yeah, they're just like one guy had eight assists. Everybody donuts. They're they're a good like ISO create for yourself offensive team. That's great, but like, yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see it with them. No, they're they're another same like. Except I think they're I think Iowa State's better than Baylor. I think Baylor might be better equipped for March maybe than Iowa State is. Yep. But at the same time, like I think Iowa State's a better basketball team than Baylor. I do too. I agree with that. So, so we're both going no on Baylor. Yeah. Final four. Uh, give me another one. Creighton. Yeah. I like – now, we saw last year with Utah State versus Missouri, Stephen Ashworth is capable of getting bullied in a yeah. game. We, You know, it's it's hard to say that right now after they just whooped UConn last night. 
but he can get bullied in those games. That scares me. He has more support around him, though. He has so much support around him. Yeah. Shireman can get hot. They can go underneath. Kalkbrenner, yeah. Yes. Uh, Trey Alexander is good. I was so mad when State drew them last year. I was so high on the NC State team last year. I hate when, I hate the um, I hate the like. You always get a matchup of two teams you hate, and you're like, these two teams stink. And then you get a matchup like a six eleven, where you're like, dang it, I want to pick both these teams. Yep, I wanted, you know, I wanted to pick Creighton, NC State. I wanted both of them to to make to win at least one or two games. Also, it would have been so much better if Creighton made the Final Four instead of San Diego State last year. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. Uh, maybe I just hate the Mountain West now. <laughs> maybe I'm just so anti Mountain West. Yeah. Um, but Creighton, yeah, I think they can make the Final Four. Short answer. Yeah. Um, I think they can too. Wisconsin, nope. Well, like, I, uh, maybe, why? Maybe they, maybe they're like getting their bad losses out of the way. I think it's too many bad losses in a row. Uh, but like, like, why should I trust a team that just hasn't won in like a month? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I like. Oh gosh, I don't, I don't like, I'm not allowed to get mad about Lenardi, but when I they see could what, lose, they could lose. I I think they're another one of those teams where it's like I think there's a better chance of them losing first weekend than there is them getting to the second weekend. Yeah, I believe that too. Unless, unless some like as of right now, we things did the, could change. We did this last episode, and we'll do it briefly again. Short answer: BYU. Final four? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think I think they. I mean, we've talked about this. They're a team that can lose yep. first weekend, depending on who they draw. But like, also like like as a five seed, like I hate that spot for them. But if they were to like have a few. If they were to stumble down the stretch here and become a seven, does or win and get to a four, or what if they're a six and like they play like the problem is like all the three seeds that I want to say are like, but like they they'd scare the crap out of a, like out of a higher seeded team than them. Yeah, you don't want to play them. My biggest problem with BYU this year and going into March, we always say this: guards win in March. Guards win in March. Dallin Hall, yes, he's been phenomenal. I was wrong about Dallin Hall. He's turned it around. He's developed remarkably. He is much better. He's he's very good. Yeah, he's he's not he's not doing more than he should. My my biggest fear though is BYU. You need two ball handlers in March. They you don't. really do yeah, need they two ball handlers. One. They don't have two. And the other thing is he's prone to pick up cheap fouls. And if you're prone to pick up cheap fouls, you're bound to do it in March. Everybody does it in March, especially yeah. in a tight game. You're going to get that you're, he's going to reach in when he already has one with 12 minutes left in the first half. And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." Like it's a disaster if he goes out. And a mid-major is going to start pressing. Yes. Like you can just see it. And you're just like, "I don't trust anybody else on this BYU team to bring up the ball." They don't have good enough ball handlers for me. That's why I'm scared of BYU. But they can get hot. They pass the ball so well. They're so unselfish. They get hot. They hit threes. Who says they can't make the Elite Eight? I final Four might be a stretch. Yeah, I think that's a little too far. Now, for our own sake, since we're going to the Final Four this year, that'd, that'd be awesome. Be, that'd be sweet. <laughs> that'd be so sweet. We, I was talking about how miserable would it be if it was UConn versus San Diego State in the national title again. As a, as a, I don't think there could be a worse rematch. Ever in any sport. I would be so sad. That would be the worst. I don't think there there could possibly be a worse matchup. Or I'd be like, well, let's go golf. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm skipping that game. <laughs> like, we're down in Phoenix. Right? Yeah, if it's UConn versus San Diego State, I'm not going. We're going to go play golf, maybe hit the casino. Speaking of which, San Diego State. No. 
No, I, you can say, "Oh, Carter, you hate the Mountain West." At least I, I, I might be the only person that's putting out college basketball content that dislikes the Mountain West because they're not paying me. <laughs> if now Mountain West, I'm all ears. Come talk to me, I'll, I'll, I, Jim Phillips. You come talk to me. I'm doing it for free. We'll be like, here, there's, there's, there's a material change. We now love the Mountain yeah, West. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're, I'm wearing like Utah State gear. You're wearing a New Mexico like, shirt. I You're actually like, think Los Lobos. I, I, <laughs> I actually think New Mexico should be in and Virginia should be out. Yeah, Boise State, the Broncos, what they're doing up there, man, hell like, of a team. Is Wake beating them on a neutral site? No. <laughs> no. So, yeah, Mountain West, if you want to pay us, we'll put out any conference for that matter. The WAC, if you're listening, we'll put out any positive propaganda for you if any of these conferences want to pay us behind closed doors. I'll send you my Venmo. We'll send you Ben's Venmo. We'll yeah. make it work. I've got, I've got another one. Go ahead. Illinois. They could f around and do it, but they're they are they're kind of turning into that new Maryland where every year you're like, I could see Maryland as a four seed sneaking into the Final Four, and then they, you're like, oh wait, they're the dumbest team I've ever watched play. They're not going to win. Speaking of which, did you see what happened tonight? They're up, f- I think, five with thirty seconds left and lost in regulation. Bingo. Tell they're me. like fouling a three point shooter. Um, they are the dumbest team. They they are the most. I really think they just. I like their talent. I yep. like Coleman Hawkins. I like Terrence Shannon. I like yep. Marcus Damas. Yeah, their talent is there. Like, like that's, that's. I feel the same way about Texas. Texas is the worst coach team in college basketball. Yeah, we've said that time and time Plus, again. They're bad enough to not even make. They're not even making this conversation. No, but like they should. At be. least Illinois is good enough to do that. Yeah, Texas should be like a five seed. Like Texas, no, I if the, not like a three. I was about to say Texas has the talent of a three seed. Yeah, you're telling me Texas. I mean, you put Texas talent versus San Diego State's talent. You're taking Texas 10 times out of 10. Mm -hmm. Rodney Terry's the worst coach in America. I don't know how he still has a job. If Chris Holtman got fired midseason, Rodney Terry should. I mean, it's bad. It's over. It's over in Austin for Rodney Terry. It makes me so mad. And then you look at, like, Jerome Tang. Why is is Kansas State bad? You like like you look at yeah. the individual players on your on that team. You're like that fits, that fits. I like those guards. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we're eleventh in the Big Twelve. Yeah, it's like they got Arthur Kaluma. Oh, oh, you're saying that in, in favor of Creighton to hype up Creighton a little bit. The guys that left Creighton, they're probably really regretting that they left Creighton. Uh huh. Eh, they probably got nice nil money. That's true, but like still, like Ryan Nemhard's like, I have no help here at Gonzaga <laughs> yeah, except true. for Anton Watson, like. BYU Gonzaga would be so funny in the first round, six yeah. eleven. Yeah, but I, I didn't say anything. I think Illinois can. San Diego yep. State, no. Honestly, partly because they already did it, which makes me think like lightning won't strike twice. Uh, Illinois and San Diego State. I'm gonna go with no for both of them. I know it's like, oh, well, I'll say could. yes, Illinois. Obviously, yes, they could. So shut up. But I'm saying no, they're not going to. How about that? Yeah, that's fair. I've got a few more. This is a little lower. Florida Atlantic. Yeah. You see it? Why not? Everyone's going to make the Wichita State comparison. Uh Uh-huh. Why not? The the talent's still there. They, I think Florida Atlantic has fallen victim to where they're in the American, a miserable conference. And they might just be like... Sneaky good. USF's good. Charlotte's good. Same team. Yes, it's the exact same team. They might just not care. 
I would be so bored with the regular season yeah. in the American if yeah. I'm Florida Atlantic. You're like, I won it last year. We were in the Final Four. We lost on a buzzer beater to go play for a national title. Mm-hmm. Why would I care right now playing against Charlotte on a Tuesday mm-hmm. night? Yeah, or granted, USF on a Sunday yeah. at noon. <laughs> I'm going to say yes just to be interesting. But like, there's also the possibility that they just show up and it's like, oh, yeah, we're they just not can't, that good. They just can't. They can't turn like, it on. It's like, yeah, can FAU, do we really trust Florida Atlantic to turn it on, turn it off? Maybe, maybe not. I think it's more likely that they're that like a run for them is Sweet 16. Yep. I'm not sure if they can replicate Final Four success, but I think it's certainly possible. I'll say yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll I agree. I'll say yes. Um, a couple more. St. Mary's. Nah, I don't know. I, I like They've Mahoney. They've been like, we they, kind of were like, they, in November, I mean, they've been piecing together a lot of wins. I think they're the in best. In November, we're like, hey, they stink. And then they've quietly just, like, not lost since. I think they, yeah, because they, they have not lost. Yeah, they have they have not lost since um, December, right? They've only lost one game, right? Yeah, maybe. I think they've been the best team since yeah. December. Aiden Mahaney's good. They've got some guys. I just They would don't be doing like, so. I just don't like how slow they play. When you play that slow tempo in March and you're not ridiculously good defensively like a Virginia. Yeah, or San Diego State. Because if someone puts... They might be comparable to San Diego State. Yeah, because if someone gets them out of their pace, they're toast. Yeah. If someone plays high... If, like, if they, let's say they match up against a BYU in a theoretical world and BYU's going up and down the court, run and gun, and BYU hits early... Can Saint can Saint Mary's come from behind and oh win? Gosh. Is Saint Saint Mary's beating BYU in the first round of the tournament? Oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. I I would hate to say that'd be really funny. Yeah, I'm a BYU. We're BYU fans. That'd be hilarious. Dayton. Man, I don't know. They're yes. a little too. I think I think yes, but I I don't like a high seeded Dayton team like this. It's true, but at the same time, like, could you see them, like, they're a four seed but, with, like, Marquette in their region and, can, like, UConn loses in the second round, like... Can I tell you what I do like about Dayton is... Dayron Holmes. Well, duh, yeah. If he was at Duke, <laughs> oh my gosh, they're he probably the be, best team in the be, country. He could be a tournament star, but, you know. But what I like about Dayton is if they are a five seed... Everybody and their mother's gonna be like, "Oh, Dayton as the five twelve. That's my huge upset pick." Non P six teams do not lose five twelves if they're no, a five. No, and yeah. so you see Dayton in the five twelve. Everybody and their grandmother, every casual, every football fan, Dayton will win by twenty. And Dayton's gonna dominate that five twelve yeah. game. And everyone's gonna pick against them. Dayton might even be an underdog in that game in Vegas. Yeah, they would, but they will win by a lot. Yes, and I will take Dayton one hundred times out of hundred. McNeese State, I don't know. Maybe Will Wade might yeah. put some voodoo in that in that game. Okay, one more that I missed that's obvious, and then I don't really have any more off that's the top fine. of my hand. Alabama. No. I want to say no. They, I just don't think they can hit that many threes that many games in a row. Yeah, like, like the problem is, is it's not like there's not going to be an adjustment. We saw against San Diego State, like Nate Oates is very much like an analytical coach, right? He wants to like yep. layups, dunks, threes, nothing in the mid range. So like, what happens if, what happens if like a team like San Diego State gets out there and they're like they like do it have an effective game plan to either take away threes or Alabama's yep. cold like. They're not going to shoot mid-range jump shots. No. Like, like they're going to be begging Alabama to do so. They won't do it. I don't know if they can adjust. They can win a few games in a row because of hot shooting, but I don't think that can carry over 
four games in a row. They what? <laughs> I'll, this is my dumb basketball brain. Mm-hmm. If they play a like a day game, like a one p.m. tip off, I hate Bama. But if they're playing like an eight p.m. tip off at night, then I like Bama. I get that. That makes no sense, but it does. <laughs> no, it, do- it totally does. It totally does. Because you're like, oh yeah, they're gonna come out cold. It's like a they're playing the noon game in Salt Lake City. Yeah. You're like, ugh, it's cold. It's just like the arena looks like like it's got fluorescent lighting, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. But if they play like an eight p.m. game in like I don't know. What, I don't, I'm trying to think of one of the sides. Pittsburgh. They're playing an 8 p.m. game in Pittsburgh. They're going to shoot lights out for some reason. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any more Final Four teams. Like, there's always going to be one random team, like a nine seed or even like a 12 seed. But that like, can make we're the not going to predict that. No, we'll Accurately. do that when the bracket comes out. When it's I true. see the matchups, when yeah. I see and I'm like, oh yeah, Will Wade McNeese State. I'm not going to pretend I'm grinding McNeese State film all year round. I did grind some Sanford film. I yeah, did homework you on liked them. What you saw. I liked what I saw. They moved the ball very well. Yeah. Do your homework, people. Everyone do your homework on yeah. Samford. Uh, let's do the bracket manifesto real quick. So what we want to do here is going into March, you need a plan. You need a game plan. And we just have to do our, the, hey, no matter what, you can't do this. Non-negotiables, yeah. Yes. Whether it's, you can do something stupid like, oh, don't pick a purple team in the first round or something stupid. What are you, one of your bracket manifestos? Um, I'm gonna have to credit uh, Tyler Gregory for this one that Shout we out. created. We created together. First round of the, of the tournament, you don't pick any Mountain West teams unless they're San Diego State, and then you don't have to pick them, but you can. You're allowed to. I am going. I'm, I know Utah State, Texas, Texas, easy lock. So I you I should Done. do that. I should, but I'm not. I'm going to talk myself into Utah State winning that game. And I shouldn't. I, I can't believe that the Mountain West <laughs> reached out to him mid-episode. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I know, but I did it last year. I did it, Utah State and Missouri. I was, like, I was like, oh, yeah, Mountain West, like no shot. I think I picked almost all Mountain West teams I did in the that, first and round. Then Ty- Tyler, Tyler, Tyler flipped on ours. I felt betrayed. He's like, <laughs> I like Stephen Ashworth. Like Ryan Odom, like he's got success in March. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Are we going to lose this chair right And now? then they lose, and I was like, <laughs> you're about to go down. <laughs> it's uh, the Mountain West. It's the Mountain West. The Mountain West was like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's the ACC. Jim Phillips was like, all right, we're going to come get you. We're going to hunt you down, Carter. Yeah. Um, one of mine, trying to think. The Mountain West, I was just going to say the Mountain West thing. Mm-hmm. Just don't pick the Mountain West this year. Don't yeah. pick the Mountain West in the first round, but I'm going to do it regardless. I know I will. Um do you have another one? Maybe we cut this out. I've got I've got <laughs> another one where I really enjoy. I, I don't. I'm gonna break this one, but don't pick a one seed that you want to lose early to lose in the round of 32 because although you might be right, you're gonna get the eight nine game wrong. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great one where you're like, okay, I like Seton Hall. Yeah, you're but, like, I like Seton Hall. But Northwestern wins. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like, let's say UConn. UConn's the one seed. 8-9 is Virginia, Texas. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. And then Texas, you're like, I like Virginia to beat UConn, whatever. Like, I'm not actually yep. making this point. But I don't like Texas to. Uh, and then you or or you like UConn to lose to either of them, and then you're like, 
Virginia beats Texas, Virginia beats UConn, and then Texas beats UVA, and then Texas beats UConn, and you were basically right, but you're wrong and you're mad. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. Yeah, that is. That is a good one. Man, I'm trying to think. I'm blanking here. I didn't prep for this, so obviously you can see right now. Duke, round of 64, loss. Unless they're a one seed I think that's just or a, maybe a two seed. I think that's a Hammond family tradition. It I think, is. I it think is. that's just like, hey, by the way, like everybody has you know their Christmas traditions. Like, oh, yeah, we open gifts at 10 p.m. on Christmas Eve, and the Hammond family is like, we pick against Duke when they're a three seed or less. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes two. Two seed is like a 50-50. One, we don't. Yeah, um, because it's the opposite for me. It's just yeah. like. I have to have Duke. I'm going to put Duke in the final because we'll do the Carter Cast bracket group. Mm-hmm. And uh, spoiler, Duke's going to be winning it all in that one. <laughs> now my main bracket, my upset special one, different yeah. story. I'll I'll cook that one up differently. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna my manifesto. You have to make a bracket where your team's winning it all. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be your competitive one. You have to make a bracket where your team's winning the title. Yeah. Or uh, here's another manifesto. Don't choose an upset. Just so you can justify picking your yeah, team to go yep. further. <laughs> Last year, I had Virginia. I I went Virginia beating Furman, then College of Charleston, Charleston beating San Diego State, and then I had Alabama West Virginia, and I had West Virginia beating Alabama, <laughs> Virginia beating College of Charleston, and then Virginia beating West Virginia, and they just like I'm like I'm convincing myself that Virginia. We'll just have a path to the Elite Eight yep. without have, having played anyone. Uh, one I want to do – this isn't really a manifesto. This is just like when you're filling out your bracket. When you like you finish up your – say you do your first round or whatever, you do your regional. You fill out your bracket, and you're like, I don't like how little upsets I have in the first round. You go through each region, you're like, oh, I only have the 12 and the 10 seed winning. Like, mm-hmm. I think I need more upsets. Do you like – because sometimes I force upsets. I do too. Sometimes I'm like – Sometimes I'm like, if I can like see it, I do it, and I yep. need to temper that. Sometimes I'm like, I have all four 14 seeds winning. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? That's um, another one. Don't fall into the 14 seed trap. I feel like they yeah. never actually win. Yeah. Like last year, I was like, ooh, Montana State, Danny Sprinkle. Like 15 they might seeds get... might win at this point more than 14. So. I feel like 14 seeds never win, and I fall into that trap all the time. I'm like, ooh, Danny Sprinkle, Montana State. Like, Raekwon Bat, I like Montana State against Kansas State. Little did I realize that Marquise Noel was going to have a Kemba-like run in March Madness, yeah. and Montana State doesn't have a single guard that can actually score. Was Xavier a three last year? I don't remember. Kennesaw State almost knocked him off. Remember that? Yes. Yes. They I had Kennesaw State spread in that game, but I didn't yeah. I didn't take I put I yeah. picked Xavier. Yeah. <sighs> what was I going to say? Oh, um Wait, like for me, like another manifesto is like wait, and then you do your bracket, but like don't go Thursday morning or Wednesday night and be like uh, this. It's like changing the answers to your test. Don't yep. do it. Don't do it. Except that I give you, I give myself and and the viewers permission if it's regarding like I need to wait and see what happens in this play-in game, in these oh two eleven seeds like Rutgers <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame. Who wins that game from two years ago? Because if Notre Dame beats Rutgers, I'm picking them to beat Bama. But if Rutgers wins, I'm picking Bama to beat yep. Rutgers. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Like, that's an exception. But, like, don't, like, pick upsets that you don't originally like. I have overthought the bracket so much every year where I'm sitting there 8 a.m. on Thursday morning. I'm like, I don't I don't even have one fully filled out You're yet. You're choking. Yeah. 
And then I'm like, uh, Duke, 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 Duke. Yeah. Uh, Duke wins 75-69. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you just have Duke in every single game. <laughs> it's like 68 Dukes. Yep. Uh, just, oh, yeah. yeah. And then BYU was like, yeah, you guys can make the Sweet 16, but, oh, you got to play Duke? Nah, sorry, Duke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's a good list. Yeah. That's a good list. We should put out. I, I should put out a graphic where we put out our list of like, hey, don't put the Mountain West team in there. We'll put it together in a nice list and post it on social media. I like it. I like Shout it. out the NC State fans this week, by the way. Yeah, they. they There's were, probably a lot of NC State fans listening to this now. Okay, like you, the NC State fans, like, don't get me wrong. No offense, you guys are nuts, like crazy. I love people. it though. Yeah, they they are crazy. Like I don't like when my teams play them, but what I will say though is like they had a great sense of humor. They oh, were yeah. really enjoying it. They're like, yeah. "This is funny." Yeah, they're like, "You got us." So, so, so we, we, I, I certainly appreciate them having fun with. I have because that that thing. It's would, easy to be defensive. I think that thing would fly in Wake or NC State or maybe some others. That does not fly in Carolina Twitter, and that will not fly in Virginia Twitter. No, <laughs> no, dude, Virginia, and, and, and Virginia Twitter. There, we're way too sensitive about. The, we're just too sensitive. The, right the only thing missing on the NC State. Uh, on the NC State thing is a we just need them to murder Duke at PNC. I don't think that'll be that hard. Yeah, and they need to win one game at the ACC tournament. Yeah, and it'll hit. But shout out the NC State fans. I appreciated all those comments. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, I by the way, fire Kevin Keats. How does he still have a job? Yeah, he's he's a perfect example of like all of these ACC coaches that ben, are hurting ben, the ben. ACC, holding on by thread. Kevin Keats is a winner. He doesn't do a lot of winning yeah. for a winner. Dude, those ice cream shops in Raleigh, they're devastated because they, <laughs> they ain't eating ice cream after wins anymore. No. There's no no more wins in Raleigh. Um, they need a new coach so bad. They do. They just need, they just need like they've new had, life. They've had so much talent coming through there. People are like, yeah. oh, this team's not talented enough. It's like, I just don't think the coach is good enough. No. But, yeah, that's a different story. Hire Mark, Go- Mark Godfrey. Bring him back. Yeah, bring, bring him back. Bring, oh. The Walmart Calipari, I love him. Great I, value I Calipari. Too. I do too. Mark Pope to NC State. Yeah. Don't hate that. Uh, I do hate it as a BYU fan, but anyhow. Bring back Cat Barber. Oh, Cat Barber's coach. CJ Leslie. Yeah. Scott Wood. Yeah. Scotty McCreary is the mascot. Wood. Who was um Howell? Was that a big man? I'm blanking. I think Trevor Lacey. Man. Yeah, there's 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 some there's some legit, like some beefy dudes in like 2012. Yeah, we can name that. That's like an off season one we do randomly. We're like we just name random ACC players. Dinos Mitaglu <laughs> for Wake Forest. <laughs> Michael Benajay, Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, Michael Benajay, <laughs> former Duke actually, Duke player actually. <laughs> Semi Ojale for like a semester. <laughs> Theo John. Theo John. <laughs> uh, C.J. Harris at Wake. <laughs> Chase Jeter. Chase Jeter. Uh, what was his name? Eric Green at Virginia Tech. He was good, though. He was J.P. a Tokido. Olivier Hanlon at Boston College. A Tuesday ACC tournament legend. <laughs> You're just like, oh, my gosh, dude. I would love to have money on him on a Tuesday. But anyhow, let's preview some games for Saturday, and then let's get out of here. Let's start off. Your UVA Cavaliers mm-hmm. playing against Carolina. We don't have spreads or anything. The game's in Charlottesville. Going into this game, you've previewed it a little bit on this podcast. What do you think about UVA going into this game against Carolina? I, I, I'm going to sound like an idiot after we lost by 35 <laughs> at Virginia Tech, but like that makes me like us more. 
that's the perfect bounce back spot. It's the perfect bounce back spot. UNC's not playing great, but they're not bad enough that they're due either. And it's in Charlottesville. UNC has not won, I think, since 2012 in Charlottesville. It's been like out. it's been like 10 years at least. It's like, don't fact check me exactly, but it's like UVA has a streak at home against UNC. I also like how UVA matches up defensively. Yep. I think re- you put Reese Beekman on R.J. Davis. You put Ryan Dunn on Harrison Ingram. Uh, you hope that our bigs and Jordan Minor and Blake Buchanan are able to do enough on Baycott. What you really need from the Virginia offense, though, is they just need to get three-point shooters open. Need McNeely and Jake Groves to be hitting threes, and then it allows for Beekman to take over driving in the lane and creating for himself, putting up 15-20. to 20. They're able to do that. I, I like this as a bounce-back spot in a game that feels like if they win, will ultimately solidify their NCAA tournament bid, pending yeah. a disaster. Yeah, I'm not worried. Even if there's a disaster, they win this game they're in. Yeah, I think so. The, if Virginia wins this game they're in, I'm not too worried about it. Whatever the spread is, I think UVA might end up being favored in this game yeah. when it's all said and done. And everyone will be like, oh, this is a, a weird line. This is a rat line, you know? Yeah, I I like Virginia in this game. I know mm-hmm. people are going, oh, anti-Duke. I also hate Virginia, by the way. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I despise Virginia very much so. Yeah. Yes, I have an ACC future. That died against Virginia Tech, unfortunately. It did. But that's fine. It, it happens. Yeah. But in this game... I think Groves needs to hit three threes. He didn't attempt a three against him. I need I need to see him hit three. McNeely can have someone's got to hit three threes on Virginia. One player has to get hot from behind the arc. The looks are going to be there. Carolina gives up looks from behind the arc. It's just whether you can hit them or not. Virginia, I love Ryan Dunn on Harrison Ingram. That's going to be a fascinating matchup. I was excited for Harrison Ingram versus Mark Mitchell. Harrison Ingram dominated Mark Mitchell. Ryan Dunn, different story. There's a reason he's a lottery pick. He's the, probably the best defender in college basketball right now. Yes. And I think if you shut down Harrison Ingram, you stifle him a lot. That's huge. If you can get Baycott into foul trouble early on, that's huge because Jalen Washington's going to be way too soft for this game against that kind of Virginia defense. And then also Beekman on R.J. Davis. I think I love that matchup for Mm -hmm. Virginia. So for those reasons, I'm going to take Virginia in this game. I'm going to actually bet Virginia in this game as well. Real quick, give us a score prediction for this game for Virginia Carolina. Virginia 62, Carolina 56. I'm going to go Virginia 65, Carolina 63. Okay. I think I think Virginia gets it done. I think Beekman hits a game-winning layup. Okay. I like it. Calling my shot. I like it. Or Carolina wins by like 11 and it's like 70-59 yeah. and you're in shambles. I just can't I just can't live in a world where I become reliant on where my the success of our season relies on winning in Cameron. I can't do that. I like that. No, I especially don't. how we're playing right now. Yeah, I need, I need, I need the, I need the game at Cameron to be playing with house money. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. Um, next game, Duke Wake. Well, it, this doesn't have to go very long. The game's at the Joel in Winston Salem. I think Wake also might be favored in this game too. I think it's going to be one of those top ten teams, underdogs on the road. I like Wake in this matchup very much so. I like Wake a lot in this matchup as well. And I also think this is a game where like Duke loses it, but they're still they're nodding their heads being like, All right, we're good. Yeah. We're good. I, On to the next. I think there's gonna be a confidence where 
they I think they know that this is a tough spot for them. Mm-hmm. I think they lose this game, but I think they'll be okay. Wake hasn't had that marquee win yet at the Joel that they have every year. Like I said time and time again, Steve Forbes is Seth Greenberg reincarnated. Every year Seth Greenberg either got that win against Carolina or Duke, and he hasn't gotten it yet. I think they do get it done against Duke on Saturday at the Joel. I think Hunter Salas has a big game. I think Efton Reed can get Kyle Filipowski into foul trouble. If Efton Reed doesn't have those stupid fouls in the first game at Cameron Indoor, I think that game's a totally different game. Obviously, we're not going to have the same refs. They were bad on both sides in that game, extremely bad. I think it ended up evening out in that game. I think we're going to see a nice home-cooking ref in the Joel for Wake in that game. I think we always see that in this game. It's tie-dye night for Wake, too, so everybody gets free tie-dye shirts. I love the tie-dye Wake shirts. I think I need to get one for myself. Um, I think Wake wins this game, and uh, I'm going to go Wake 77, Duke 74. I'm going to go Wake... Wake 73, Duke 71. Yeah, I, I think Wake gets this one. I think, I think so Wake gets this one. And as a Duke fan, I'm not that mad about it. We've been hot right now. I'd like to get one loss out of the way, and I don't want it to be against Virginia or Carolina. I'm fine if it's against NC State or Wake. I know that's weird. That doesn't make Look, any it's sense. it's better for the conference. It's better for the conference. I want Wake to get in. I really do. I'm not sitting here, you know, it's a loser thing. You're wearing a Duke hat, and you're like, oh, I'm fine. I want my little brother to get in. Like, no. Obviously, like, I want to beat Wake, but also I really need to see Wake Force in March Madness because they are a team that's good like enough. Them. They're a team that's good enough. They get hot. They have the talent. Who says they can't make the elite eight? It's true, but they're gonna be they're gonna be this. They're gonna be like the NC State of last yes, year, where 100%. they're gonna be matched up against a team that's like a six. Where I'm like, crap, I like them. Worst case scenario for Wake Forest is them playing in Dayton. They are losing in Dayton. They are not winning in Dayton. If they end up playing in the real field and they get to skip the first four in, then I think they're fine. I do not want to see – I don't want Wake Forest to do anything with Dayton. I agree. Um, Last two games we'll talk about real quick. Uh, We got Bama, Kentucky. That's – excuse me. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, that is going to be an awesome game. Game's in Kentucky. It's in Rupp. I like Kentucky to win this game. I – one thing about this, though, is – I, I like Kentucky to win this game as well, but whenever you say, oh, the game's at Rupp Arena, I don't see Rupp Arena as like, oh my gosh, I'm scared to play there. No, not yeah, – I'm not sure if it's like, oh, they – I'm not sure if it's an environment thing. It's just this team seems to just not respond. But they responded really well in the toughest environment in college basketball. Oh, yeah. like, like we said time and time again, we love this Kentucky team. They're just weird. They're just weird. And so you could tell me any result happens in this Alabama-Kentucky game, I will believe it. You tell me Alabama wins by 20, Alabama wins by a buzzer beater, Kentucky wins by a buzzer beater, Kentucky wins by 20. Any of those are real possibilities for me in this game. It's like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be, what, 90? It's going to be like 91 to 83. It's a ridiculously high-scoring game. It's going to be super fun to watch. Yeah. Where's college game day this week? I don't even know. Who cares? Yeah. I saw I have you watched it once this year? Um, I watched a little bit Saturday morning and I tuned in just in time for Jay Williams to say that Caitlin Clark isn't great because <laughs> she hasn't won a title. Uh, that's hilarious. She's so good. I yeah. she's so good. I love that Jay Williams did but that. Where, though. Where's her rings? I dude, I love Jay Williams did that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh uh, yeah, it was funny. He's he's like ESPN. It's great content. It's like you <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like he almost has PTSD from being on first take. He's on a studio show. And he's like, all right, we're back on first take. Like, no, 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 no. You're on college game day. Like, chill out, man. All you got to say is, like, this 25-ranked this twenty five team is going to be the 10th-ranked team. He's actually like, um, they're like, what do you think of UConn? He's like, they could beat the Pistons. <laughs> yeah. He, the, <laughs> that that feels like his next take that's coming yeah. out. It's like, the UConn Huskies, they could beat the Charlotte Hornets. Like, <laughs> no, they can't. No, they okay. can't. No, they um, can't. Anyway, is the last game that you're going to talk about, is it Houston-Baylor? Yeah, but real quick before, uh, score predictions for Kentucky-Alabama. 88-83 Kentucky. I'm going to go 91-85 Kentucky. Okay. 91-85 Kentucky, Kentucky-Alabama. And then last game, Houston at Baylor. Games in Waco. It's the it's an 11 a.m. Central tip-off. Gross. Um, games at Baylor. This is a big game if you're a Baylor believer. You're like, this is one you need to win. Baylor's going to be favored in this game against Houston. I want to take Baylor just because of that. I think it's a kitchen sink game. We always talk about bounce-back games. They just lost to BYU. But... I really like this Houston team too. Yeah. I think this is a spot where like I like Houston in my opinion. I still think Houston's a better team, but despite walking into a buzzsaw in Allard Fieldhouse. Yep. I feel the same way here. I think Baylor, especially coming off a loss at BYU, they're gonna be ready to play. I think Houston comes out a little sluggish. I think this is a game Houston doesn't really need that bad. I mean yep. they'd like to have it. They don't need it. Houston's like established who they are. Baylor, I feel like, is still creating a resume and sort of like a like some confidence for themselves going to the tournament yep. late in the season. I like Baylor to win this game. Um, I don't like how we're aligned on every game. Yeah, I don't either. Um, well, because one of these games isn't going to win. Like it can like very well could be Alabama, but we're we're just picking every home team essentially, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's probably the right move because you can't win on the road in college basketball. No, you can't. So. I'm going to pick Baylor, too. I'm like, this is a game. Also, if you're Houston right now, I was thinking about this the other day. If you're Houston, like, what motivation do you have right now playing college basketball at the moment? Like, yeah, you want to be playing well. You want to be playing your best basketball. But as the committee has said, they're probably not moving off that one seed line unless it's just a disaster closing the season, which it probably won't be. Houston... You almost want to lose the first game of the Big 12 tournament. Be like, let's just get out of here. Let's just get out of here and be healthy. Let's get as much time going into March. Let's prep. Let's get back to Houston. Let's practice. Let's get together. There is no point in them even playing in the conference tournament. It's funny. That's a Virginia thing. Someone gets hurt in the ACC tournament every year. Yes, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what scares me. I don't don't want to see that. Like, if you're a Houston fan, you're like, Kansas City, like, yeah, you want to win it. It's always fun winning your conference tournament, but – it really puts a toll on these dudes. We saw it last year with Duke and the yeah. ACC tournament. Like those dudes were kind of gas going into the Tennessee game. They were getting bullied. Look, and uh, you know, I think it might be even worse to like go to the ACC championship game and lose. And we saw it with Virginia last Virginia year. Virginia did that, especially yeah. the way Virginia plays. I think yeah. they were also laboring by the end too. But yeah, we've seen that in years past too. Like past Carolina teams that have lost in the title game. You want to lose in the semifinals. Yeah, that's a good time. Like 2019 Virginia yeah, against Florida State yeah, and Charlotte. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, that was a great game to go to. Um, Baylor-Houston score predictions. Go. Uh, I'm going to go 72-67. 72-67 Baylor? Yeah. Houston keeps it a little lower scoring, 
because of the style of basketball. I'm going, play, but. yeah, I'm going 69-67 Baylor. Nice. I think Baylor, yeah, nice. Uh, I think Baylor gets it done. I think Jacoby Walters has a big game. Um, but if you told me Houston wins this game, I I would believe it. And I also, I if like I said, if you want to, if you're if you're a believer into Baylor, they need to win this game Great. to show that they hey we can make a Final Four run. Because I. I, I don't know if I see it in Baylor, as we yeah, talked about I don't earlier. Either. Um, anything else? No, that's it for me. That was a great show. It was a great show. That was a great show. Before we go, download the SeatGeek app, download SeatGeek, or go to SeatGeek.com today. Use code CarterCast. That's K-A-R-T-E-R-K-A-S-T, country of origin. Use CarterCast in a sentence, please. Uh, CarterCast, get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. $50 purchase, minimum required. Download the SeatGeek app today or go to SeatGeek.com for $20 off your first purchase using code CarterCast. Follow us on Twitter at BDHammond28, at CarterB8, on Twitter, X, whatever it's called, at CarterCast on all social media. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening. CarterCast.com will be up soon. We'll have blogs, episodes, clips. You name it, it'll be on there. CarterCast.com up soon, and we'll see you all next time. Bye.